Welcome to It's an EDRN. Today we are going to talk about an EDRN's work schedule, or more importantly, how working three 12-hour shifts a week allows me to have four full days off per week, and what it exactly it is I do with that glorious time. I'm your host, an EDRN, and I hope you'll stick around to listen. It's an E, it's a D, it's an ED. Episode 4, an EDRN has four days off per week. Welcome to It's in the EDRN. This is my podcast. I'm your host in EDRN. And today we are talking about a bedside nurse's schedule, specifically those that work in the hospital. And of course, today, especially those who work in the ED like me. Um, This is typically three 12-hour shifts per week, which results in four days off, which for me is the important bit. Um, A little background on me, speaking of. I've been a nurse for 10 years. For the last five years of that 10-year block, I was in nursing administration. I was a nurse manager. I wore a blazer to work. And for the last four, is it five months now? I have been back to bedside in the ED, and I would love to say that that is because of how much I love doing patient care and meeting new people and being sworn at and having things thrown at me and having people casually look me up and down and ask me if I know what I'm doing. But really, a big driver of my returning to bedside was having full days off, four to be exact. And when I say having days off, I mean days where I am not expected to answer emails, to get text messages from nursing leadership. I am not getting a call at 2 a.m. because something has happened on the unit when I'm supposed to be sleeping. It is truly glorious. And although those 12-hour shifts can be hell, and we will talk about that in our next episode, today we are just going to talk about those four days off. And how wonderful it is. So, what do I do with four full-ass days off per week? Well, whatever the hell I want to do is the short answer. And I do want to outline that I do not have kids. And I realize that this is an important thing to lay out there at the beginning because my understanding of uh, the life of a parent is that you don't get days off. You don't get sleep. You don't get hot meals. You get nothing but your children and their needs and their wants. And I just want to remind you that that's a choice you made. (laughs) And that I made a very conscious choice to not have children. And I don't apologize for this. And this will be the last time I talk about it for this episode because it's one of the best decisions I've ever made for myself and my body and my life. Back to those four days off. Um... Yeah, I do whatever I want. Uh, For example, and I wrote down an example of a day I had recently, a glorious day, but I'll just give you today. Um, It's 2.30 in the afternoon today. So far, what I have done is I slept in until 8. 
I got up. I made myself a cup of coffee and I sat down at my laptop to finish a Goodreads review of a book that I have just read, a very good book that I just read. And I always review books I read because books for me are, I, I read every day. I read for about 30 minutes to an hour before I go to bed. Um, again, no kids. Um, and it's a great escape for me. I love fiction. I love sci-fi. I love nonfiction. Maybe I'll do a whole episode about it. Anyway, I always review books the same way that I review clothing that I buy to help other people find the things that they are going to enjoy reading. Because the worst thing about starting a new book is the possibility that you're going to get halfway through this book and you're going to hate it. And you've invested so much time. And for me, once I've invested in a book, I, I, I want to finish it. I want to read the whole thing. And I can count on one hand the number of times I have just abandoned a book. And I give it a good, I mean, I don't abandon books until like 30 to 50% of the way in because I keep thinking it's going to redeem itself. It's going to turn a corner. And uh, sometimes it doesn't. So I try to lay out like what the book is without being too spoilery. And I do my own research. And part of that research is dependent on the people's reviews. So I do that for other people. Also, on the subject of leaving reviews, if you're leaving a clothing review and you're not including your height, weight, and exact measurements in the size that you bought, I don't, I don't know what you're doing there. You're not helping anyone. So please do leave those important details because it helps the rest of us get the right size the first time and not have to return it, which is ugh, so annoying. I buy all my clothes online. Moving on. I woke up at 8. I made myself a, a cup of coffee. I, I wrote my book review something I love to do. And then my husband woke up shortly after that. He made me breakfast because I also don't cook. And it was a lovely breakfast. I had breakfast and then I sat on the couch for a good 30 minutes staring out the window, letting thoughts fly. Because I've worked the last two days in a row. I've worked 24 hours in the last two days, which when you think about it is ridiculous. And that's just the official time that's actually been more like 26 hours when all together, you know, the entire time that I've spent at work. Um, and you just don't, it's constant human interaction. It's constant, you know, look at this, look at this. Oh, look over here. Look over here. Oh, now this guy's trying to die. So when you get a moment just to like let all the thoughts that have been shoved in the back of your head fly, they really fly. And I just sit there and I let it happen. And I think about the craziest things sometimes. Anyway, sitting in complete silence with no stimulation, just sitting there with my second cup of coffee, my belly full, it's a, it's a great feeling. And then I just, once my, what did I do then? Oh, I, I did a load of laundry, threw a little laundry in, which meant I had another load in the dryer, so I folded those, put those away, um, thought about about recording my podcast today and decided it was a good idea. So I finished up this outline. Yes, I do outline these episodes. I try to be organized. I try to give you the best of the effort that I have left to give. Um, decided that I would do a Peloton workout, which I do love a Peloton workout. Yes, I bought a Peloton and yes, I love it. It's one of the only sources of endorphins for me right now. Um, cause life is hard and it's awful. And if I can feel a little bit of that good feeling that I used to feel going to in-person spin classes, I'll take it. Did that. 
had what I have coined Big Shower Day. Big Shower Day is the day that you have to wash your hair and shave your legs if that's something you're into and do self-tanner, again, if that's something you're into. (laughs) Do a facial. It's It's Big Shower Day. So I spent about an hour doing Big Shower Day, all of it. And now I'm sitting here clean and refreshed, smelling a little bit like that self-tanner smell. Um, for those who are curious, I use the Tan Lux drops for my self-tanner. I like the fact that I can drop them into any old lotion that I have and I'm using at the time and that I like. And I also will admit um, that I buy once a year in February when Nordstrom has its sale. I buy a big tub of La Mer, the body cream. I do. I do. If you look it up, um, you're going to see a price that will surprise and astound you. And you will question my sanity, my reason, my ability to budget my money effectively. Um, and you may not be wrong. And I wish I had never been introduced to this moisturizer, but I have. And it's glorious. And it's one of the things in my life that when I'm having a hard shift, during that shift, I think about (laughs) big shower day. And I think about how good it feels. And that gets me through. So, you know, whatever you need. Now I'm recording this. After I'm done recording this, I will probably do my nails. Because that's another thing. I sound very bougie just now. And I don't apologize for that either. When my nails are sufficiently dried, I will probably spend two to four hours playing PlayStation. Uh, I'm really enjoying Call of Duty's zombies. They just did this like big upgrade on it in the last month or so where the, the zombie like multiplayer campaign is like totally different. And it is so, so fun. And it's very stress relieving, just blowing the heads off zombies. I'm I'm pretty anti uh, firearm in IRL, uh, but in virtual spaces, God, I love all the guns. They're so fun. Again, not cool guns IRL, but on a PlayStation, can can do. Um, pardon me, I'm having a cocktail. Because that's another thing you get to do at 2.30 on a Tuesday when you work three 12-hour shifts a week. You can have a cocktail. I got nothing else to do today. I get to do whatever I want. It's, it's, it's beautiful. After I'm done playing PlayStation, um, we'll probably have dinner. We'll sit and we'll watch an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race and then we'll wind down and get into bed and I'll read for an hour. And that is a day. So, just to give you a little snippet of me. Um, in addition to being able to do whatever the hell you want, having full days off during the week is life-changing. It's life-changing. You don't realize how much you can get done, but also the spaces you can go to 
and how not crowded they are, which is in the middle of a global pandemic kind of important. Um, some things I like to do when I am off on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, I like to go to a coffee shop on a Wednesday morning. I like to sit outside with my laptop and pretend that I'm a writer who is getting paid to pen an original novel um, when really I'm just shopping on Sephora and leaving reviews of things I've already purchased. It's great. I love it. I like to go shopping on a Thursday afternoon and pretend I am an independently wealthy woman looking for that perfect pair of denim jeans. Um, and then uh, I become overwhelmed when just a single person in the store is not wearing their mask and I get so angry <laughs> and then I leave and I forget that that happens every time. And so I try it again. But when that person in the Alta or the Nordstrom Rack is just walking around like they own the place, like there isn't a global pandemic, like their breath does not have the stink of potential for COVID-19. I just, I get incensed within myself and I, and I project onto them all of the things that make me angry. Every person who has made this experience so difficult for so many and so deadly for so many. And I put it on this an individual person who I don't even know. <laughs> so, And then I get angry and leave. And I forget. And I forget that that happens. So, um, I also like to walk aimlessly around my neighborhood on a Monday at noon and just see what I can see. And um, that's a total lie because I barely ever leave my apartment and my neighborhood is not actually that safe. So I definitely am not going outside. <laughs> Not that often. I try to hike. I try to go on these like nature walks, you know. Um, eh, I'm trying to be outdoorsy. I am. I, I see the benefit in it. Um, and I'm trying. Having full days off, this, this 12 hour shift, three shifts per week schedule, unlike a nine to five, it, it gives you complete and utter freedom. There's no work just sitting there waiting for me when I'm off. The work that needs to get done is still getting done. It's getting done by people who are not me. My coworkers are doing it and it's none of it's being put off. Patients are still getting cared for and I just don't have to do it. Um, speaking of my coworkers, another benefit is my coworkers rotate. So it's not the same set of five to 10 people every day. It's a rotating set of 100 people in various stages of their work week on any given day that you're working with them. So I don't know why that feels so good to have so many people experiencing the same thing you're experiencing, but it does. And it, especially with starting a new job, there's so much potential there to make friends, which as an adult person is, is hard. And as an adult person, a lot of the friends we make are work friends. And when you only have a small pool of people, you know, that can go either way. Um, I like forgetting what day of the week it is. There's a freedom in that. I had to really, really think about what day this was when I mentioned what day, it was. like, I forget. I just forget what day it is because it doesn't matter. 
Um, it's great. And I love it. And it comes at a cost. And we will talk about that cost eventually. Um, and I can summarize that cost with the fact that every shift, at least once, I think to myself, I can't keep doing this. And then every day off, several times during that day, I think to myself, I, I can't do anything else. I'll never be able to work a different schedule. Ever. So, there's that. Tips and tricks. There is a way to make the most of your days off. And here are just some, I've got three tips and one trick um, for ways that I specifically do that. So, tip number one. Don't make plans for your day off. Give yourself the freedom to go and do or not do anything and everything that pops into your mind in real time. Truly live in the moment and live for yourself only. Tip number two. Make plans for your day off. Sometimes being in the moment is stressful and my mind goes blank. And frankly, I'm a very busy and important woman who has shit to do. So it's also important to have something to look forward to, even if it's just an entire morning of Call of Duty and nail painting to get you through a truly harrowing bullshit shift. Tip number three. Spend time with coworkers outside of work. This makes your actual shifts with these people better, in my experience. Invite them over, get outside, do something active, experience camaraderie and teamwork in a different setting when you're all relaxed and you're not working. These people are probably so different outside of work. And sometimes you never discover that until you hang out with people outside of work and you realize that when they're not under the immense pressure that we as healthcare providers and specifically nurses, specifically nurses in a global pandemic, feel every shift, they are different. And you may be surprised at who they are outside of work. And most of the time, it's a very positive experience. And then finally, I have one trick. Get yourself a weekly planner. It doesn't have to be on paper, although mine is, and I love that it's on paper. Uh, paper just feels like lower stakes to me, and I can add stickers, and I have different colored pens, and I like to draw things and cross things out, and um, yeah. I used to make fun of people who had paper planners, especially if they had stickers. I was just like, what is going on there? And then finally I got one, and I, I, will, I will never go back. But if you're planning your days off, if that's something that brings you happiness and joy and energy, put down all the things you want to do on the respective day that you want to do it. And then conversely, if you're trying to just fly by the seat of your pants, a planner is great for at the end of the day, writing down all the things you did do. And, and then it just kind of, even if, you know, it's big shower day and PlayStation, it just, it just feels like, look, Look at what I got to do. 
So use it to plan those activities with work friends. Um, actually, don't do that. If you invite people to something, be an adult and send them a calendar invite. People need a calendar invite. So, so do that. Make it fun. And then put it in your paper planner. That's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave a review and subscribe and tell your nurse friends to listen. Nursing is hard, relentless, grueling work. But today, we're not concerned with that because it's our day off and we can do whatever the hell we want. So thank you for listening and have a safe shift and a frivolous, extravagant, self-indulgent day off. It's an EDR and is written and produced by me. Our senior editor is me. The theme song is written and performed by, tragically, also me. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are my own and do not reflect the standards and positions of any healthcare entity that I may or may not be working for. Although I am a nurse, things I say on this podcast are not a stand-in for professional medical advice and everything you hear from randos on the internet should absolutely be validated across multiple other reliable sources.